just like the residents on the island, we're also neighbours in the nude, and this is your Tuesday serving of Ramsey Speak. Oh, I've sat on something spiky. Oh, how did Toadie's bow and arrow get there? Mm. <laughs> anyway, we're talking all things neighbours from Tuesday's main show and the late night special Endgame, of course. And my excitement for these episodes is nearly as big as the shadow coming from Finn Kelly's bulge when he's squatted by the Watson mine. Out of the puddle and into the pond. Out of the puddle and into the pond. These episodes were honestly so good. They were such a step up from yesterday, so let's just get chatting. Before we start, can we just, um, can me and you just have a little, little smoochies? What, what do you mean? We're, we're recording a just podcast. A, you know, like a, a smoochies. What? Oh, come on. Smoochies. Okay, well, there is so many moments from this episode to talk about. I think we have to start with the daytime episode that felt like a real opportunity for one major character to kind of wave goodbye to the stream. To have his moment. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend. Obviously, you say wave goodbye to the street that's you know we've seen on twitter the speculations of who he thinks is going to die is it b is it gary is it finn himself is it harry b's Sinclair? music career well any one of, of the b's above. vocal cords a lot of people thinking that gary's gonna bite the bullet and he's gonna be out of this one so if that is the case what a way to go in this episode it was so strong mainly focused focused around gary and prue yeah really nice to see Gary get lots of scenes with different characters from Ramsey Street. Really enjoyed his scenes with Prue, surprisingly. And I actually really thought the scene with him and Prue in Therese and Paul's house, where they were arguing, was really, really well done. I thought Damien really showed his acting ability and his real level of emotions there. And actually, Denise Van Elton was pretty strong there as well. Well, yeah, I'll say it. I feel like his acting ability kind of like lifted Denise Van Elton out of what's been not the the best of performances but she was really really strong then and obviously from the teaser that we'd seen you're my jackpot gary we were sold on this being an overdramatized absolute nightmare but actually it really works like and jackpot gary it's an iconic line and i'm so glad we've got it for life i need to listen to that over and over let's have a listen to the moment when they had that iconic moment that i feel has been in the trailer for neighbors for about 18 <laughs> years it feels like building up we've seen this clip of prue going you're my jackpot gary but finally it played out in front of our eyes answer the question is it true well i wouldn't go back and they wouldn't have me back yeah, but now it's a pretty picture that you've been painting about leaving the order and starting a new life it's not what you actually want i can't marry someone when i feel like a consolation prize you know you're not. You're my jackpot, just, Gary. Prue, I just... I love you and you love me and we need each other. I just... Prove Please, Sorry, Gary. I just... Please. Can't... Please. Do this. I absolutely love that moment where um, they talk over each other at the end and she says sorry and he says I can't do this. It just is like... We discussed it before, mm. but they... Um, they you just don't really get soaps where characters talk over each other because that's not the point in acting, you know? You're supposed to get your line out before somebody talks over you. And it was so perfectly timed. And I just thought it was great. It was really good. You saw the desperation from Prue and you also saw the heartbreak from Gary. Like, yeah, this is a relationship we haven't really seen on camera for very long, but you still sold it on being real because Gary is a hopeless romantic and he gets swept into any relationship he's in. And I I believed it. And we've seen Gary unlucky in love throughout his time on neighbours so 
it's really sad that we've seen him with another failed marriage and another kind of failed relationship. What is it about Gary Cannon that gets the girls swooning? This is what I don't understand. Oh, no, it's his sausage, isn't it? It is those sausages that we mentioned Aaron's yesterday. Erin's was best sausage. And what about those is. pigeons? Is something to do with that? Well, because he handed them over to Dip- Dippy today, didn't he? As yeah, well, when he did that. That, re- that scene was really sentimental as well, where he kind if of he said, does die, look after them. You if know, if he does die, would you think Dippy will be the new pigeon queen? Well, it would link back to her show a flapper I mean they definitely oh, flap around don't they oh. um, no I really liked it and Gary was really swept up into the romance so much so that he blimmin gifted um, gifted Prue with a car Declan yeah. Napier's car I know car. how did he get his hands on that I know old Bang has just been lying the streets of Erinsborough maybe Who nice knows? link though because uh, when Paul's ex-wives came back into town he had a bit of a an eye and a glimmer for Rebecca Rebecca Napier, And obviously yeah. Declan is his son. Yeah. So weird it's that he's now got the car. Weird, weird link. But anyway. I uh, know it was really good. And I really liked that scene because uh, with the car, that was a really fantastic moment of Therese and Paul and Gary. Obviously, Paul and Gary have just been like nemesis against each other since day one. Um, but Therese has always had Gary's back. And I really like that. She's always like, regardless as to the fact that they were engaged once and she ran away from their wedding because she had an affair with Paul. You know, she's always had Gary's back. She's always holding his hand and just, you know, going like, yeah, you're smashing it. And I really enjoyed that Gary and Paul had it out in front of the house in classic, classic Neighbours style. In the 35 years, one of the best things about Neighbours is a street fight or a street argument. Let's be honest. You know what? I mightn't have a lot of luck with the ladies and I mightn't be able to buy flash cars and have stacks of cash, but I'm richer than you will ever be. Oh, this is going to be great, guy. Yeah, you know what? Because I have a family who love and respect me. And, and let's face it, you've got more children than either of us will probably ever know about. And most of them can't stand you. Oh, you are a waste of space, Kelly. No, you are a waste of space, Robinson. The only thing you've got going for you is to raise, and you'll probably lose her in the end as well, just like the rest of your wives. You know, I can't wait for that to happen because she deserves a hell of a lot better than you. I'll let you know when I get there, Mum. I love you. Screw you. I love you, Mum. Screw you. That screw you. Such bitterness in that screw you. It's actually like, oh, you know, if, if this wasn't a daytime soap, I would not be saying screw you, would he? <laughs> yeah. He'd be saying, well, I was on Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I wish I was on Endgame. Well, you know, parts to be on Endgame. He's jet- going straight off to the island, isn't yeah, he? He's off to straight the off island. Straight off to the island. Um, no, loves that argument. Like you say, there is nothing better than the street argument. Some of the standout episodes of me of Neighbours across 35 years is an argument in the street. I loved that one that was the Lauren and Brad affair and it was Lauren and Therese in the mm. street. That was just 10 out of 10. And I really like that this was done on the 35th week. You know, it, it surely was done in a sense of nodding to all those amazing, classic, iconic moments on the street. I really enjoyed it and another moment that was you know straight after that and it feels like we're just talking about this scene but I felt like out of that episode it was some of the best quality pieces of the storyline we got to mm. see played out in front of us was Sheila and Gary mum and you know oh, son yes. playing out we got to see this real kind of one to one of them and Sheila really just showing why she is a cornerstone of Neighbours and of Ramsey Street more than anything she gave him that advice in that moment he needed it more than anything she was a true mum always supports him and just said what needed to be said and I really really loved that I thought it was a classic Neighbours 
warming moment and it really gave me kind of Sonia Rebecca vibes. Mm. Gary, you are not a crap dad. You are a good father and you set a good example and you followed your heart like yeah. you always do. And mum, look where that's gotten me. There are worse places you could have ended up, son. There are a whole lot of people out there in the world who love and respect you. And you know why? Because they are people who can see who you really are. Yeah, an idiot. Yeah, that too. But a kind and brave man who is not afraid to take risks and is so vulnerable. I just thought that was so perfectly delivered by Colette Mann and just really heartwarming because, as we said, you know, if Gary is someone who's going to pop his clogs on end, on Endgame or wherever, he's just generally going to die in one of these episodes and he's going to be leaving, then what a perfect scene for that to be left on between the two of them. And the two of them, we, you know, I rave about the Cannings all the bloody time. I just think they're the best family and neighbours. But that was a perfect moment. You know, Gary's gone through a lot of struggles. He's gone through loads of ups and downs. And Sheila is always there. Mother knows best and all that. And they've had some pure gold scenes over the past 12 months. And that just gets added to the list. I thought it was 10 out of 10. Sheila at her best. And that's also when you see her not being like the comedy character she always is. But the character who can like actually deliver a line that kind of gives you chills, you know? Absolutely. And she just gives a layer to Neighbours. I love how she kind of said you know we can find the best in Gary and it was a bit of a write-up of what his character was I felt like she kind of read him this is the Gary Canning that we've watched yeah and I really enjoyed that I thought that it was just a lovely lovely nod to what felt like a Gary special yeah and we can't go on about Gary anymore because I feel like oh spoiler we might be talking about him a bit later in the week Mm. who bloody knows loads of other stuff happened in this episode yes. though it's not just about Gary like it's worth noting the fact that Paul and Trey's had an unofficial renewal of yeah. their wedding does vows. this count towards one of the five I know uh, do you know I'll be a bit disappointed if it does count towards the five it was nice only disappointed because we had a bloody great Paul and Therese special Elvis whatever wedding. it was the Elvis <laughs> wedding where the, the sisters turned up yeah um, the Alessi twins the Alessi twins yeah so I think you know I'd I don't want this to be one of the weddings. I want there to be another one. I'm hoping that I'm hoping it'll be somebody great who gets married and surprises us. Maybe someone we haven't been told about in the press. Yeah, that could be um, nice. I just, you know, what well, it was good. It was nice, and I'm glad they've sorted out their situation. The bit that I thought was the nicest actually is when Plain Jane had that conversation with Therese beforehand, where she went like, "Don't let this ruin your love," and she just spoke about Paul and about how great he is. And I think that's just because we are such fans of Plain Jane. Slipped the biggest pla- fan of her ever. Uh, I just think she's so. She's so great I, and she was perfect then. I also really enjoyed how Paul and Therese renewed their vows on the balcony that Paul got pushed off by Rebecca. I that, to yeah. mention Rebecca again, but mm-hmm. I just thought um, that was really fun and I thought the fact that he renewed his vows to her in this kind of area that had no relation to absolutely anything that was going on and it was empty was great. It was just totally random and, and, and didn't really make any sense. Oh, absolutely. Although it did lead to that moment in the waterhole afterwards where they were talking about Jane and... Paul then made a call to somebody yeah. who we can only assume is somebody from the past. Maybe somebody from the past. Maybe mm. we're going to work out who it is tomorrow. Maybe we who will. Maybe knows? we will because pre-warning, literally Wednesday's episode of Neighbours, the the big anniversary episode, is like 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's like, a great episode. You know, we get the pleasure of being able to watch the episodes ahead and honestly, I've been psyched about this for about a week or so. It's so good. You will just be hooked from start to finish. So it And is there's amazing. so many incredible nods that I know our Twitter family of fans and followers and brilliant people that we follow are going to go 
oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Yeah. Oh my God, that actually just happened. They nodded to this. They did this little touch to that. that like, it's brilliant. Honestly, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. There's classic Jane moments coming. There's classic Sky moments coming. There's classic people from the past coming back. Honestly, I don't I don't need to rave about it anymore. It's 10 out of 10. We should probably just move on and talk about Endgame. Endgame. It was, well, it went up a notch today. It did. It was um, bums, bums, Ten peachy bums. It yeah. Was just, yeah. Thank God that it's on Ten Peach in Australia. <laughs> um, I did get a lovely message um, from uh, Shane, who works on the show, one of the um, part of lovely script team. He did mention that in the UK we got to see a lot more bum than Australia. Um, so I'd like to oh thank the uh, the Neighbours cast for that and the crew and everyone involved in making sure that the, the peachy bums made it to Channel 5 screens because that is what we need right now. Well, it is a, it's a late night showing in the UK so we can we don't have to call them bums we can call them ass yeah we nearly got some uh, some front front genitalia from Finn as well <laughs> genitalia sound like my <laughs> we nan got, we got like we got like a bit of we some got a bit front of, genitalia we got like a bit of like a towel swinging in the wind yeah no we did I'm not gonna lie it was really touch and go Um, I felt <laughs> that little... you were great watching it you were like you were like oh god was, we're not gonna see that well, are we? was, oh god I was shooketh that I was looking at Rob Mills's bum to start with and then when the towel was you know moving in directions it was so close to seeing the elephant trunk I just was like, oh my god, the genitalia. I just, um, I yeah, I was like, I can't believe are we even watching Neighbours right now. It feels a little bit too much. And this was all because Harry Sinclair came back and uh, Finn was getting out of the, the lake in the nutty. Harry, when did you get out of prison? A few days ago, parole. You still care enough about me to worry? I guess I do. It's more than I deserve. I can't go back to jail, Harry. These memories, these urges, I'm trying to fight them. I want to be a better person. That's the real reason I visited you. I wanted to see if you could help me. I care about you, Harry. I want you in my life. I want to do all the things that we talked about doing. I know it might be hard for you to believe me, but I mean it. Then prove it. Well, I mean, great that we've answered the question from yesterday's podcast as to how the hell Harry Sinclair's magically out of prison. He's yes. got parole, so that's fine. We're Good. with it now. Ticked. Completely moved past it. I'm fine about that now. I do find the Harry and Finn thing really odd because you're like, you know, I'm probably making it a bit more deep than it sounds, but do you think Finn is just, you know, doing these sexual acts with Harry at a pure manipulation? Or do you think maybe he's got... Maybe it's a sexuality thing. Maybe Finn is like bisexual, or maybe and, it's just. Pure and is that something that's been re- repressed someone. since his memory loss, yeah. and now it's come back and he's realised he is? Or, but then he wants to be with Ellie, so that seems so he could be bisexual, or he could be um, sexually just attracted to specific people, and it's not about gender. Yeah, or maybe he's Who completely knows? not attracted to Harrison Claire whatsoever. It's but just, he's a, just he's purely doing he what he's it doing. to manipulate, manipulate Harry to get yeah. him to do what he wants. If so, so creepy. And that wasn't the only creepy moment in that episode. I honestly had like. Ugh, it was kind of like ugh, that, that kind of effect when um, Finn like got into bed with Ellie while she was sleeping. Yeah, the deepest sleeper in history. I want to know what pills she's on to send her that yeah. deep. To well, sleep. she doesn't wake up for a crying baby. To be fair, so. Yeah, so and also she's back on the wine. So we do know when you True. fall asleep wine drunk, you sleep through. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. to be fair, um, I really liked Finn and Harry's chat, and I agree with you. The creepy Ellie scene was very, very weird. Um, I want to know who in the writers' room was like, you know what? We're going to get as much Rob Mills nudity into this episode as we bloody can. Yeah. Because I want to give them a fiver. <laughs> no, it was great though. It was not what I was expecting to see from Neighbours, and I have to say, I enjoyed that today was a real step up from yesterday. Yesterday set the scene. Today, really, we started to get the drama deep and we started to build a bit of more on this romance with Kyle and Roxy. What Mm. is going on there? I know. Well, I feel like Kyle's got a bit of a crush on Roxy. I think he's starting to realise that actually... So you don't think Roxy's got a bit of a crush on Kyle? Well, Roxy says she's off men. I think maybe Roxy just... I think she really enjoyed enjoys Carl's company mm. but I think Carl is maybe seeing that you know this girl is super chill and super easy to she's get she's a bit like with. a lad sometimes isn't she but as also well. to a certain extent like you know it's almost I feel like there was a point where Amy was kind of like this in terms of like she was a little bit chill she worked yeah, down the yard and she was a bit like yeah. yeah let's go for a beer before she was all Jimmy 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 yeah. but um I'm moaning like, about everything. Actually, character-wise, Roxy is exactly the sort of person that I would imagine Carl being with, someone who's super chill that they can have a drink with and stuff. I hope they don't get together because I actually really enjoy seeing their chemistry of friendship on screen. I quite enjoy I don't the think sexual tension. Yeah, I'm enjoying the sexual tension. I think sometimes when you get characters like that together, it just kind of kills the friendship that there's already designed there, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think there was that conversation about skinny dipping where it got really close and it was a bit like, oh, is this going to happen? And then it didn't. And actually, um, I really I really enjoyed that. I think it worked really well. And it was a great contrast to the Finn drama. Mm. So is this like one of your Roxy specials? Skinny dipping and stargazing? <laughs> of course. Would have been the perfect romantic date if there was anything going on between us. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> No nah, way. Nah. <laughs> you keep your snoring to a minimum, will you? As long as you do. I just also love that they're both like proper Australians. Mm. They're just like, oh, g'day. It's all just like, that was awful. Um, <laughs> it's just. Proper Australian. Yeah. Let me do a really <laughs> cheesy impression of an no, Australian. I liked it. But I mean, that wasn't the only sign of nudity. God, there was so much conversation about nudity in this episode and also so, so much. much actual nudity. And that, well, there was like a step that was maybe almost nudity when we saw it from Harlow and Hendrix. But obviously being just we we children at school, there was no nudity there, you know. Thank that would goodness. have been very intense. Well, exactly. Um, but we did see a, a topless Hendrix, so, you know. But that's nothing new, let's be honest. Well, yeah. I'm surprised that... Um, Harlow's okay with that now, even though, you know, before she could barely look at him without, like, getting a sweat on. Well, yeah, that's 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 the thing. She got sweat on because she was she loved it, and now she gets to be up close and personal Yeah, with true. It. Um, no, we almost that's had some right. nudity there, although Harlow did run off when things started to get a bit serious. Steamy, so yeah. She's now run off from Hendrix on an island that's abandoned, so maybe not her smartest move. Oh, yeah, not ideal. Just In the middle the of the night as well. Yeah. yeah, you know, each not, to their own. Not um, ideal. To pop back to Finn, though, because we can't just talk about the the genitalia um, <laughs> for the whole episode. Um, he literally, has he killed Toadie? Yeah, I mean, sorry. Number one, Toadie has gone back to a beach. R.I.P. Sonia. R.I.P. He got in his car on his wedding day with Dee 
bushed into the ocean. He doesn't have a good track record with being around water or sand. Full stop. Okay. <laughs> avoid. Totally. Avoid Stay these. in the Literally suburban areas. avoid these. I know he's named after a fish, but he shouldn't be near water. And then... Literally, he's trying to be good old toadfish and suddenly he gets a knock on the noggin with a big old rock. Well, hardly a knock, is it? It's bloody, like, take him right out yeah. of there. One hit with that rock and you'd be a goner. He got two. He got two. And you know what? It played out and sounded as dramatic as it felt. It must have. Because honestly, we were both watching it and we literally were like, oh my God. <gasps> Our eyes were like, yeah bulging out of our faces and I'm sure at home you were like I did not expect that what the hell um it's crazy let's just listen to that moment again hey, hey I thought you were heading home yeah yeah I was but I just found the dinghy the, the, the dinghy the bee was taken back to the mainland where well it was hidden under some bushes if she hasn't left where is she that's weird maybe she called for a boat instead see I swear that this is the dinghy that we came to shore in I don't know man it's, it's like someone's deliberately hidden it oh. Sorry, Tidy. You've always been good to me. I didn't want to hurt you. It's like I didn't want to hurt B. B. You gave me no choice. If I'm going to be with Ellie, it's the only way. He's gone completely mental. And we know clearly now that this is... I mean, we knew this, but it's so super clear that he's going to do anything to get with Ellie. Yeah. And I I did quite like that he was like, you've always been good to me, Toadie. It shows that... Well, it didn't really matter. Well, it didn't. She still still murdered him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but I did quite... I kind of liked that bit. But yeah, Toadie pushed out to see... Who knows what's going to happen? Could be the end. He's been pushed out to sea. Again, he's in the middle of the sea, sinking in a vessel. It really doesn't run well for Tony. No. Uh, Harlow has run off. Prue has run off with, we must just mention, with the wedding box. Yeah. Didn't mention that. Has that got the bomb in it from Finn or not? No, well, it could be any of them. Gary has run off to the island. There's so many people now that are like not counted for. Do we know what's going to happen to them? It's getting really, really intense, and there can only be more to come. Well, more to come. We've got more weddings and more deaths to come. Assuming that perhaps. Can you give me an update on the wedding and death numbers? Okay, please? right. Wedding and death numbers. Don't like you know wedding and death numbers. Okay, so assuming that Paul and Therese. I would count as one of the weddings. That wasn't a wedding, though. I know, but although thinking about it, now that one of the boxes has been taken by Prue, it's not that we're going to get somebody in to take over that wedding, is it? So oh, that's just yeah. going to be knocked off. So was Gary? does Gary's and Prue's count, then? Maybe. Because the box has gone. Are we she counting it on boxes? Yeah, maybe we're counting on You're my jackpot, Gary! <laughs> okay. So assuming that Paul and Therese maybe counts as one of the weddings, we've got three left. Um, if it doesn't, we've got a lovely four. Um... Death-wise, we're still completely unsure what's going on. B is mm. trapped down a bloody mine. So potential deaths that we know because of damage. Yeah. B. B and Toadie. Toadie. So there's one remaining. My eyes after seeing that Harry Sinclair scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. so that's where so we're at. Maybe Potentially two. three deaths. It looks like we've maybe got three, um, three weddings to come. Yeah. Potentially four. Who knows? That's where we're at. We're just going to have to tune in every single blimmin'. We're only on Tuesday. There is so much more to come. So much more to come. More returnees. As I said, tomorrow's episode on Wednesday is honestly 10 out of 10. It will have you smiling from ear to ear from start to finish. And then Endgame will have you like in complete shock and borderline anxiety attacks. Yeah, tomorrow is crazy from both episodes. Yeah, just make sure you're tuning into those. Um, 
like and then we'll be talking about them here afterwards we're going to be back make sure you come and listen to us straight after the 10 o'clock episode we'll be live from about 10 30 ish so we'd love for you to listen so many of you have hit play on our episode from monday so thank you so much we really appreciate yeah, it you. and we love knowing that you love listening to us gabble on about neighbours if you've got any opinions on what we said you disagree you agree you want to make some predictions on who's died or how many weddings we've had please come over to instagram twitter facebook we're on ramsey speak everywhere come and chat to us and if not we will be back in your ears tomorrow very very soon bye for now bye